0: what is up guys welcome back to the real life girl podcast or welcome if you are new my name is bianca and i am your host and we are doing another spicy christian girl q and a we have some spicy questions some of these are about living with your boyfriend modesty and dating well and y'all know we are not meant to do this life alone so i'm going to bring truth and scripture to the table in this episode so let's get into it my lunch today, we are doing garlic chicken, and I went ahead and I put this in the air fryer for 400 degrees at 15 minutes, and this cooked beautifully. I also did this with the vegetable medley, and it was just broccoli and carrots, and then I seasoned that with garlic and onion powder. I always share my meals on my Instagram at RealBiancaSofia because I love it. I always love giving like meal guidance, whatever it is. I'm obviously not a nutritionist, but I feel like I have good taste, so that's my lunch today. You might see me or hear me munching because we've got the munchies. It's the truth. Can you hear me chewing? Oh my gosh! I know it's not ladylike to chew or you know drink on a podcast show, and I try not to do it, but sometimes I have to. And so we're not here to be ladylike. We're here to be real. And speaking of real, let's get into these questions. We're starting very strong with number one and it reads, I live with my boyfriend and I've been getting closer to God and I felt guilty for this in the last year. I'd really appreciate some guidance on this. By the way, I love your videos. Thank you so much. So I want to bring a really good scripture to light and this is 1 Corinthians six eighteen. It says, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Not only is this verse telling us to flee from sexual immorality itself, but also any instance that can lead to sexual immorality. And I've heard people defend this decision saying, yeah, well, I live with my boyfriend and my girlfriend, but we sleep in separate rooms or we sleep in the same room, but separate beds. And that's not a defense. I don't think that is at all because if you're placing yourself in a situation where you're going to be tempted, you're only gonna be so strong for so long. At the end of the day, we're human and sin is in our nature and it's all fun and games until things get so heated that you feel like you can't control yourself anymore and i've always said that if you're feeling convicted even if it's over the smallest little thing that's typically the holy spirit telling you to stay away from it and it feels silly sometimes especially when everyone's doing it i know several people in my life who live with their significant others or their boyfriend and girlfriend and they're not married and it's such a big reality now that culture has convinced us it's normal a few months ago i felt very convicted to stop listening to taylor swift and i know that's like a sin in our world because we idolize her so much but what god says goes and if he's warning me against something i trust that it's always for a good reason even if it's something that my naked eye cannot see so i'm single and my guidance to you will be around what i do know and what i do know is that we're not meant to walk this walk alone so resources like godly mentorship counsel and friends are really going to help you through this situation and this season That could be scary too. I know that this means maybe breaking a lease and living somewhere else or ending the relationship altogether, but I need you to trust sister that if God is leading you to make a drastic and possibly risky decision in your life, he is going to lead you through it and you can count on that truth 100%. If you can, I would highly recommend that you get plugged into good church community, whether that is a young adults group or even just trusting in your pastor and pouring out your heart because I know so many Christians have experience with this and can really lead you to the best option possible, especially when it comes to other things you have to break down like finances or other personal factors in your life. But sister, truly trust God with this. If you're feeling convicted to make this move and to make this change in your life, trust that it's for a good reason that he's going to care you through. Question number two, someone said, should I be on dating apps? So I've talked about my experience on popular apps like Hinge and Tinder, and I'm not ruling them out for you. I'll never say never for another person, but I will be truthful in the sense that a lot of users on those apps are typically looking for a quick fix and not a relationship. Not every app, but I know Tinder, it's definitely not what it used to be. I had two of my cousins that they met their significant others on Tinder and they now have Happy Marriage but tinder was not what it was like at that time it's totally different and it's very raunchy and sexual out there now so it's very out there it's very bold i personally have had more success in going to church in joining a young adults group which i finally did i'm so happy about that and just being around people that sort of get me that follow god and that are also in my you know same age demographic the same stage as life and things like that here's the thing you have to think like the person that you want to be with. If you want to find a godly man or a godly woman who is athletic, who lifts weights, is socially and emotionally outgoing, nine times out of ten, and this is me being real, they're not going to be on the apps. Because people like that are out there. They're outside. They're with their friends. They're with their family. And they're doing things outside the house. And I find that a lot of the time, a lot of guys at least who are on dating apps are typically the guys that don't leave the house. They go clubbing. They sleep in until 5 p.m. every day. And if that's not the person that you're looking for i don't see how you can be successful on a dating app but if you think your person's on an app even a christian dating app and you feel led by the lord to online date i'd say go for it and again never say never but as for me i've had a lot more luck going elsewhere and meeting people in real life even on social media over apps Our third question, someone said, how can I be more modest as a Christian? So I'm gonna be real. I'm still actively working on this, but truly, truly, you have to love Jesus more than your flesh. If your flesh is ruling your decisions, your flesh is going to be ruling your life. I think in order to make a change, especially surrounding modesty, you want to want to be better. So actively making changes to be more modest is going to be the best route you can take in this scenario. I got to a point in my room where my drawers did not want to shut and when I would shut them you could feel that there were clothes behind the dresser so I was like okay Bianca this is ridiculous you need to empty out your drawers so I got like six trash bags and I emptied out so much and there were so many short shorts that I used to wear in middle school in high school that I got rid of a lot of crop tops and clothes that I did not feel led to wearing anymore and as silly as it sounds I really didn't know what to wear so I just like picked up every article of clothing and I'm like god do you want me to wear this yes or no. And I know when God's talking to me and I felt like God's like, Mm, maybe throw that out and okay you could keep that so i kind of let god you know guide me and saying is this what you want me to wear or is this what past bianca wanted me to wear little by little before i knew it he was weeding out every little thing he did not want to be on my body and when it comes to modesty you cannot control everything i hear so many people say yeah well i just need to be modest so that i don't let guys you know stumble over me or lust over me i would not even worry about that because i'm going to be very truthful i recently was sexually harassed in a very professional environment and i was wearing a long sleeve t-shirt i was wearing long leggings and sneakers with my hair down like i could not have been more modest and it still happens unfortunately so just know that if that does happen to you that is not your fault um you could be as modest as you can be and something still happens so don't stress when things out of your control happen god sees your heart and he sees how hard you're trying to be modest and to be careful about how you're showing your body and how to conduct yourself as a proverbs 31 woman what you can do is speak up for yourself and be unashamed in that and take your authority in jesus name over the situation but in short when it comes to dressing more modestly wear what you feel like the holy spirit is calling you to wear if you're feeling tempted to give up those short jean shorts or even those leggings that are a little bit too tight or that bra that your you know makes your chest look really good whatever it is if you're feeling tempted to get rid of those things do it and trust that god is asking you to do that for a reason, even if you can't see it. Question number four, someone said, "'I found out my boyfriend watches porn "'and I'm not sure what I can do to help him "'as his girlfriend, any advice?' first of all thank you so much for feeling like you could come forward with this battling pornography is not easy for anyone so truly thank you so much the next thing i would suggest that you both explore where this addiction came from many people even christians have been exposed from such a young age that was my story and others have suffered from sexual assault or harassment and others simply struggle just because there is no one-size-fits-all reason as to why people men and women struggle with pornography it's just a struggle that is so common nowadays so before you do anything i would encourage you to have a talk with this person and just discover where this rooted from when this started you know where did it originate from this can really help you gain a sense of direction when trying to navigate i really love how when you ask this question you're saying what role can i play as a girlfriend like you're taking that action and you're also fighting this battle with him which i absolutely love and admire you for the second thing i would encourage you and you know i encourage them as well to find counsel and to tell someone else and to use that to build an accountability system if i did not have an accountability system meaning if i did not have someone reaching out to me and saying hey bianca how are you doing with this i know this last week must have have been tough for you, but how did you cope and deal? The way that I knew that someone was going to hold me accountable kind of stopped me from wanting to engage in this sin. And so I knew that I'd be asked that, and I didn't want to answer someone and kind of say, Yeah, you know, I kind of stumbled and did this because I knew I'd be held accountable, if that makes sense. So I think that developing an accountability system, whether that's you or another person, whatever it is, I think that that can really help a lot, especially if it's some guy friends that he trusts, that he loves, and that are kind of brothers to him, I think that that can help him recover as fast as possible. I believe that there is healing, redemption, and victory in the name of Jesus, but sometimes we have to battle things with God and God alone in order to overcome them. As much as it hurted for me, I am very glad that when I did battle pornography and masturbation and sexual sin as a whole, that I was single because if I was battling this addiction with a guy by my side, I don't think I would have overcome it as efficiently and that's just my opinion. So I encourage you to go with God in prayer as to where he wants you, whether that is with this person battling this addiction with him and holding him accountable or on your own for a second. I think if your boyfriend is actively seeking freedom, meaning he is getting counseling, he's getting mentorship, he has accountability, and he is actively seeking that accountability, whether that is guy friends, a family member, someone at church, and he is seeking God at the same time, that shows me that he is actively seeking freedom and that he wants to be free. Because wanting freedom and actually wanting to go through it and taking the steps to do it are two Totally different things. But if he's sitting around being a couch potato and he's downplaying it and he is sort of not really realizing the extent of how big of a deal sexual sin is, I would let them go because the biggest lie culture tells us is that it is normal. I've seen this video of this girl on TikTok. She like made this whole caption. She was like, When people shame you for leaving your boyfriend because you battled porn or he battled porn, whatever it was. Um, and she's like, I just won't fall for that lie. She's like, it's the biggest lie lie that culture tells you that it's normal and that it's something that men just do because it's not normal so i again admire you for even taking charge as the girlfriend again as a girlfriend take charge seek the lord and pray because i promise you he will guide you through our last question for today says i feel like god is telling me someone in my life is my husband but when i talk to them they don't seem interested in me what does this mean Oh, how I wish I got this question earlier because I feel you, girl. I feel like I know when God is talking to me. Like you always hear that voice or it's something that it just sounds like him in your mind. And a couple months ago, I really felt like God was telling me sort of the same thing about someone in my life. And I felt nothing but disappointment when I went to go talk to this guy because I kind of felt like the conversation was dry and short. And if you know me, or even if you've just listened to a couple episodes, I'm a talker and it's what I do. So I love to be able to talk and make and initiate conversation. Um, ultimately, I feel like we may not know why God tells us... ...or reveals certain things to us... ...but we can trust him nonetheless. I know there's this lingering feeling of like... ...God, you told me this guy was my husband... ...but he's with someone else now and I don't know what to do... ...and I know how awful that feels... But the truth of the matter is this, our hope is in the father and not a guy. Meaning if he is telling you, Hey, this person is your husband. I have this person for you. Can God do that? Of course. Is that possible? Absolutely. But does that mean you should let that ruin your life? Absolutely not. You need to trust that if God has told you that something is for you, it is for you. If God said it, it's come to pass. So don't let yourself get worked up over a guy when God is all you need. One vision that comes to my mind when I think of this is like, I look at the future and I look at a career and it physically has like a sticky note with my name on it or I look at like a future husband and it has my note it has like my name with a sticky note on it it's like something that I look at and I'm like okay that's to me it's a symbolism of like it's already mine no one can take it from me there's never going to be a line when it comes to me claiming what god has in my life for me because it's for me he has already set it aside for me and for a purpose and for a reason whether or not I can get that, you know, in the next five or ten years, it doesn't matter. Okay. People in the Bible waited so long for what they were promised. Look at Sarah and Abraham, who waited years and years and years before they were able to conceive a son. Does it mean that they didn't get their promise that God promised them? Absolutely not. It just took a little bit of time. So I want to encourage you with that. Um, if God is telling you that something is yours and you're not seeing it right away, I've been through that and I feel your pain. You You need to trust God because he is your hope, your salvation, and he's your refuge. And if he has called it for you, it is already meant for you and no one else. So no one else can get access to that. It is for you and you only what i will say also is don't stress about this either if you're staying up late at night and you're like stalking them on socials and you're just like going crazy don't let this ruin your life i promise you you will be okay to me i feel like if god shows you like oh you know that's a potential husband that's your husband whatever i just be like okay god you know i trust you're gonna work it out and i move on with my life because if it's for you it's for you god is always 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 going to work that out you don't have to think about anything you don't even have to arrange it Anything because it's always going to be for you you know the ultimate creator has worked it out so just remember that especially when it comes to seeing a potential partner or anything of the sort if it is for you god will work it out that is this episode. That was our Christian Girl q and I really hope y'all enjoyed this. I want to just bless each and every one of you sisters who submit questions or even if you're just listening, I just want to bless you and just say that God has got you, that whatever it is that you're stressing about in life, you can trust him with. There is nothing that God cannot handle. There is nothing too big or nothing too small for him to look at your life and say, man, my daughter needs some help. I'm gonna reach out and help her because he loves you so much. He's not gonna let you... So struggle and suffer and any of those things because he cares so much enough to intercede for you. So just trust in that truth today. I love y'all so much. Let's have a great week and I will see you in the next episode. Bye guys.